Welcome back, everybody, to Your Fab Life. This is season two. So excited to start the new year with you. Today, we'll be discussing goal setting tips. Execute your New Year's resolutions, finally. So let's jump right on in. Um, Believe it or not, for those of us that actually set New Year's resolution goals, 60% of us will abandon them within the first six months. And 25% of us will abandon them within the first seven days. Um, so I know we're just a few weeks in. So hopefully if you're listening to this, you're not in the you're not in the 25%, you're still in the 60% that's still trying to hold on. Um, and this podcast today is dedicated to making sure that even when you hit that six-month mark, you won't quit. Why is goal setting important? I just want to briefly talk a lot about why goal setting is important, why people sometimes make a big deal about New Year's resolutions. To be honest with you, you can make goals all year round. They don't have to be in January. In fact, a little trick I do, I start my New Year's resolutions like around Halloween. I don't even wait to January. I try to get a head start on some of the things that I want to do in the new year. So if that trick for you is a little too ambitious, I understand, but that that's something I do for myself, which just goes to show you can start your quote-unquote New Year's resolutions whenever you want. Um, but goal setting in general is important because it gives you the focus and the direction to be successful in life. So whether these are personal goals, like getting married, losing weight, things like that, having a baby, or professional goals, opening up a business, um, getting a promotion, you know, it doesn't matter what type of goal it is. It if if you set it and you make a list of these goals, it's gonna help you focus. It's gonna give you that direction you need, and most importantly, it holds you accountable to yourself, right? Because sometimes I think um, I don't do it a lot because I consider myself the master executor and I try not to complain about much, but. I know most people aren't like me, right? So most people aren't going to execute all the time, you know, 365 and not complain about it. It's easy to give up. It's easy um, to feel like something's too hard or you think maybe it's it's not achievable. Um, we're all human. Um, but I think by writing, you know, writing these goals down and figuring out, okay, exactly what is the path forward for you? Um, I think it's just the right, it's the first step in the direction you want to go in. It's the first step in the right direction in terms of holding you accountable. So I'm going to give you four tips. I'm not going to make this a very long podcast (laughs) today. Um, trying to keep my, one of my goals this year, um, if they're not interview style podcasts, I'm actually trying to keep my podcast down to 15 to 25 minutes. So we'll see how I do today. Um, but the four, the four tips I'm going to give you, it's going to be really easy to remember. You guys know I love acronyms, so I'm going to give you the acronym PAVE. P-A-V-E. P as in Paul, A as in Apple, V as in Victor, E as in Egg. And PAVE stands for Prioritize, Achievable, Visualize, Execute with a Partner. And I'm going to go through all four of these. But I decided to do PAVE because one, I love acronyms that make sense, but it actually gives you a visual, 
right? By you setting these goals or New Year's resolutions or whatever you want to call them, they're actually paving your way to your dreams, paving your way to your success. So just think of when you think of the direction you're going and how to best put your goal or resolution list together, just think of PAVE. If you stick with PAVE, you'll be on your way. Uh, So with that being said, let's start with the P, prioritize. Prioritize which goals are for 2022. Because to be honest, while we would love to do everything this year, everything is not happening this year, even with someone like me that's overly ambitious, right? Uh, I'm, I'm a lawyer, I'm a law professor. I have this podcast, actually have a second podcast, you know, um, and, and, and are still adding projects to my production company as we speak. Um, and so I have a lot going on, but I still can't, everything is not going to happen this year, right? So figure out what you're most passionate about personally and professionally for yourself. Like, so if you want to look better and feel better, you know, sometimes people always put weight loss, right, on their New Year's resolution, maybe on the personal side. You know, weight loss is not about just looking good. It's about feeling good. It's about being healthy. So, you know, what is really important to you? Is being healthy important? Is starting a family important? Is starting a business important? What's important, you know, most important to you this year? Let's not go into 2023, All right, 23. We're still in 2022, just getting started. What are the most important things for this year? And then let's set goals around just those things. Um, the reason why I tell people to, you know, use your passionate radar in terms of how to pick which goals you want to set, because A, everyone can't, everything can't be done, done this year, but there's also the sayings of jack of all trades, master of none. Um, and just because you can do something doesn't mean you should be just doing something, which is always my favorite. I have to apply, apply to myself. I know how to do a lot of things very, very well. But that doesn't mean I'm supposed to do them all, right? <laughs> that doesn't mean you're supposed to be doing them all. Sometimes I'll see something and I'm like, oh, I can do that or I can add this to my practice or I can start that business. That's a great idea. You can't do everything, right? So calm yourself down and say, what are my whys, especially for this year? I mean, overall, they could apply overall, but in 2022, professionally and personally, why are you really setting these goals? You know, and, and I'll tell you a little bit later why the why is, is, is important um, to help you stay accountable. Okay, so let's move on to A, achievable. So we have P, prioritize, and our, and our PAVE acronym. Let's move on to achievable. Um, so... You know, sometimes they say, you know, well, A is for effort. No, A is not for effort. <laughs> when it comes to executing goals, okay? A is not for effort. You get an A when you actually achieve them, okay? And the way we're going to help you achieve them, we're going to do two things. One, don't make them too big. Don't make your goals so big, you know? Um, a good example, I want to lose 100 pounds. Well, most likely you're not going to lose 100 pounds. I mean, that's an insane amount of weight, unless you're going to do surgery or something like that. Instead, maybe say, I'm going to eat healthy, more healthy. I'm going to take vitamins, and I'm going to go to the gym minimum three times a week. Guess what? If you did those things and also drank a lot of water, by default, you're going to lose weight. So why don't you say those are your goals, and then also... You know, minimum, you want to lose maybe 25 pounds by the summer. That way, it gives you six whole months 
to eat healthy, drink your water, take your vitamins, you'll probably by default lose that 25 pounds if you stick with that. So that's an example of how you make it achievable. Uh, let's give a professional example. Um, I'm going to start a business and quit my job. I hear that all the time. And here's the thing. I am... I am a big proponent of people, you know, starting businesses and being entrepreneurs. But here's the thing. Being an entrepreneur is so hard, guys. I can't tell you how hard it is because I don't want to scare you. But it is. It's so rewarding to make my own schedule, work from anywhere, you know, um, do what I want to do, right? Those are all the plus sides to be an entrepreneur, but you have to you know, you incur the overhead. You have to have employees sometimes. Um, you know, everything falls on you. If you don't do it, no one's making you do it, right? So being an entrepreneur is hard. So when people say start a business just to quit their job, okay, if it happens, it happens. But how about say this? I'm just going to start a side hustle, a side hustle. So maybe it's not a full-time job. I mean, I'm sorry, a full-time business. So maybe it's not like an LC where it's a full-time business where you've got taxes and overhead and storefronts or if it's virtual, you got to set up, you know, whatever you're doing from home and websites and business cards and just like all this stuff that comes with being like a real entrepreneur, like one that's respected, like their business is respected. Maybe you can, you don't have time for all that, right? By the way, check out the Side Hustle Lawyer and, and their guide on LegallyFab.com. Um, over 50 side hustle ideas. Uh, but I digress. Just wanted to plug that really quick. Um, so in this example, instead of saying starting a business, quit a job, how, how about make it a side hustle first? You know, maybe, maybe, you know, you're not going to be a full-time, you know, you know, whatever, course creator. Um, or you're not going to have a full-time virtual website with different digital products. But like, Maybe, maybe you just start off with one product, one course, or one coaching session that you do for maybe 20 people. That, that's not a full-time business, but you could probably earn, you know, 10 to 25 Gs if you do it well and just doing it one time. So imagine if you did it two or three times throughout the year. You could make almost your salary with some of these side hustles that are out here, right? So that's what I'm saying. This is an example of something more achievable, you know, versus, oh, I'm going to quit my job. And then the end of the year comes and you still can't quit your job and you feel like you failed. So with that being said, don't make them too big. I think you guys got the point. But also don't make them too small. You know, at some level, the point of creating a goal or setting a goal is to, you know, challenge yourself. And in that challenge, you learn new skills. Um and and you learn you learn about just even your endurance. I think it strengthens your endurance. So let's not make them too easy. Um, last but not least, my favorite favorite tip in execution. So just if you don't remember listening to anything else on this podcast, to make it achievable, you have to give yourself a deadline. And I know that seems like so obvious, like okay, give myself a deadline, but. No, a real deadline. And, and here's the thing. Here, I'm going to give you an example. So I want to launch a new ebook with LegallyFab.com in, in the next, I don't know, 30 days. So today is what? You know, whatever today is, fast forward 30 days. I'll give myself that date, whatever that date is, right? February 25th or February 24th, whatever 30 days is from now. Now, if February 25th comes... 
right? And I haven't achieved it. Like, I'm not done. Guess what I've done, though? I've already started to work on it because I thought that was the deadline. So even if I'm not finished, I'm probably almost finished. So at the most, I'm going to be a week or two late. But it still gets done. So give yourself a deadline. If you don't remember anything else about how to execute your goals this year, 2022 and beyond, give yourself a deadline. Okay, moving on. We got P for prioritize, A for achievable. What is the V in paid? Visualize. Probably my outside of setting deadlines, this is probably my second favorite tip, right? Um, you can visualize in two ways. Let's, let's talk about the traditional way first, okay? The first traditional way is to write it down, okay? Writing your goals down makes them feel real, uh, and they also serve as a reminder. There is a uh, self-made millionaire by the name of Grant Cardone. Probably never heard of him. I hadn't heard of him until I researched him. But self-made millionaire, um, he said he actually wrote his goals down twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night. This is a millionaire. So I'm always like, don't reinvent the wheel. Like, I'm doing what the successful people are doing. And that may be too overly ambitious. You may not remember to do that every day. But he said it was because that's what he woke up thinking about. And that's what he went to bed thinking about. Because he was writing it down. So it was almost like he was embedding it in his conscience. So I always thought that was interesting. Um, Also, writing it down forces you to strategize and plan an attack. Right. So that's another reason why you should just write it down, even if you're not doing it twice, twice, um, twice, twice a day. Um, Also, because, you know, I love to give statistics. You are 42 percent more likely to achieve your goals if you just write them down. So you're almost giving yourself, you know, out the gate a 50-50 shot of achieving them just by writing them down. You haven't even done anything yet, right? I like those odds. So these statistics aren't statistics for no reason. They 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 have put them in studies. They studied them with people, all sorts of people over periods of time. So write them down so that they're more likely to be achievable. Okay, so that's the traditional way. Writing it down, you know, getting a notepad or you know, writing them, on, writing them on your, I don't know, your refrigerator or on your bathroom mirror. Okay, that's the traditional way. Another way, which is like the new wave, I feel like the new wave probably in the last five to 10 years, are these vision boards. In fact, I do a vision board party every year. I do an annual vision board party. That's how I, that's how much I'm into vision now, I still write my stuff down in my phone and, and scraps of paper, but I then take whatever's on my written list and I find images and I put it on my board. And just like you could write it on your mirror and write it in a refrigerator, you can have this vision board somewhere where you see it every morning as soon as you wake up. And it's something about that visualization that manifests it into real life. Um, give, I'll give you an example because you're like, I don't know if that's true. You just may be telling me this just to tell me this. I'm, I'm going to give you an, a quick example. Last year on my vision board, I put that I was going to launch. So I just put the word podcast. And I think at the time I was at least working on one or two. This, this podcast, Your Fab Life. But also the Black Lawyers podcast, right? That's my other podcast I host. And I'll be honest with you, the first six months, I was struggling with the Black Lawyers podcast. This podcast actually took off a little quicker 
um, in terms of like interviews and things I wanted to talk about with you guys. But the Black Lawyers podcast, I was trying to get all these high profile interviews. But finally, like in June, I got my first high profile interview with Mac, uh, Representative Maxine Waters. And it, it, it just went on fire. It took off from there. I got Hill Harper, Lee Merritt, all sorts of people on the podcast, right? And I'm also going into season two of that podcast. So it, it, it was on my vision board, right? I just put the word podcast. And out of all my productions, so I have TV ideas, I have film ideas, I have podcast ideas. These are the ideas that have really taken off. So I'm super excited. I'm still going to put on my board podcast because I want these podcasts to continue to do well. But I have some other projects that I'm hoping to sell. So I'm going to put those on the board. And I can't wait. I'm so excited to share with you guys what those those will be once I can tell you. <laughs> um, but that's just an example. I put the found the word podcast somewhere in a magazine. I put it on my board and look where we are. Season two of this podcast, season two of my other podcast. So it works. Trust me. Um, last but not least, E. So we're up to uh, P for prioritize. A, make your goals achievable. Uh, B, Visualize your goals. Last but not least, execute with a partner. E, execute. Not by yourself, execute with a partner. Because we already talked about holding ourselves accountable and giving timelines to execute. I, I never thought about adding this as a, as a, as a, as a tool or so a secret in terms of how to execute or, or resource on how to execute. But when I sat down to talk about this topic today, I realized another reason why I tend to achieve my goals is because I share them with someone. Now, here's my thing. Don't share them with everybody. Just pick like one person you can really trust. It's not a hater who's going to be happy for you. And you guys can talk about your goals and then guess what? Hold each other accountable because that's the whole point of executing with a partner. You choose that person. They help you stay accountable. And, and, and the best part of it is... You have someone to share your positive results with. So once you're, you know, getting traction towards your goals, you know, you're setting these mini deadlines and you're, you're su succeeding with them, you have someone to share it with. Because remember, you're not going to tell everybody. In fact, my mom's biggest saying is do it and then tell it. She doesn't trust anybody. She's like, I, 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 just, I just tell myself and Jesus, right? <laughs> she doesn't tell anybody because she feels like people's fear or jealousy or whatever can, 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 can get in the way of her goals. So she preferred not to tell anybody. So what I will say is generally I think I'm sort of that way too, but I have found certain people that I can trust with certain information, trust with certain things I'm working on. I know they're rooting for, for me. I'm rooting for them. And so if you can execute with a partner, E, execute with a partner, that is my fourth tip. And so there you have it. We have PAVE, P-A-V-E, prioritize your goals, make your goals achieve, achievable, visualize your goals, execute your goals with a partner, and you are on your way to executing in 2022 and beyond. I am so excited to hear about how you've executed your goals. We love to hear your feedback about the podcast. You can rate us here, but if you wanna just leave comments about the episodes, um, you can go to our Instagram page or you can leave them under the post right on our website. We, we would love to hear what you're planning for 2022 and hopefully some of the resources on our site can help you. We have 
Uh, obviously, we have our biannual coaching. We haven't started the biannual coaching yet, but you can sign up for that. That helps you st uh, start or scale a business. Or if you just want to do something like starting a course or launching a digital product, we have coaching for that. But outside of the coaching, which isn't all year long, all year long, we have courses, contract template forms if you don't want to hire an expensive lawyer. And we also now have ebooks. You have ebooks. So sometimes, you know, you don't want to do the full course on trademarks or copyrights or, you know, certain subjects that you need information on, but you just want to read a quick recap. Well, some of that information is now on ebooks right on the site to download. Some of the stuff on the site, guess what? It's free. Please go to the site. If there's anything free, download. I encourage you to download anything that's free on the site, but check out some of our non-free stuff, you know, help a sister out, support your <laughs> group of women. Um, with that being said, please visit legallyfab.com for our resources all year long. Follow us on all our social media handles at I am legally fab. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to your fab life. Until next time, please make sure to follow us on all our social media handles at, at I am legally fab. Take care.